Hello and welcome to Believe in Me with Rona Barton. In this week's episode, I'm going to be chatting about planning for family gatherings. You can head to www.ronabarton.co.uk forward slash media for more information about me and my story. And don't forget that you can review, share and subscribe to the podcast via Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you're listening now. Okay, let's jump straight in. It probably hasn't escaped your notice that we're now well into December. Christmas TV programmes have started and if you've been able to get out to do any shopping, you may have heard a Christmas carol or two being played. We know that means Santa is doing his final checks of his naughty list and nice list and he's checking over his sleigh in preparation for the big night. Whilst he and Mrs Claus are gathering all of the elves up at the North Pole, you may be preparing yourself for your own gathering over the festive period. And when you think about it, how does that make you feel? I always look forward to the idea of Christmas with family, but having been raised between two households, it's never been a full family celebration. There's always been a split in the day itself as I transferred from mum's house to my dad and other mother's house. Since I've been old enough to work, Christmas Day has been a bit of a movable feast for us. I sometimes talk about peaking early for Christmas as I spend a day with my dad and other mother and a day with my mum prior to the 25th of December as our Christmas Day. This year, my first Christmas Day should have been the 3rd of December. But unfortunately, COVID put paid to that and we're having to make different plans. Living 150 miles away from my parents, my brother and my niece means that I start planning for Christmas around October. This gives us time to check everybody's diaries and book in time so that we all know what's happening and arrangements can be made. It also gives us a chance to change things around if other commitments come up or work schedules move. I usually end up with three Christmas days a year to get round everybody. I started this by saying I always look forward to the idea of a family Christmas. And that's true. Even though I've had separate Christmases for almost 40 years, when I consider the idea of Christmas, it's always an image of a single day with everybody in one place. It seems ridiculous to me when I say it out loud. I don't actually remember having a Christmas day like that, but that's what my brain defaults to when imagining Christmas. And it all looks very calm and enjoyable, and people seem content. But that's not the reality. Christmas, much like other gatherings, can be very stressful in general. Add to that the likes of ME, CFS or long COVID and it can be far from the ideal. It can bring up some pretty strong feelings. The run up to the big day can feel overwhelming and that in turn can cause a flare up of symptoms. This is also part of the reason why I decided to start spending time planning from October. It then feels more manageable for me, especially when, nowadays, I'm also dealing with work commitments and social life. So how do we plan and make it through a family gathering this festive season? 
As I've learned over the years, you can't control everything and you can't be responsible for other people having a good time. So let's get this narrowed down immediately. You can only be responsible for you. Remind yourself of that at regular intervals. Whilst Christmas preparation can be taxing for everybody, it can be more so for those of us with ME, CFS or long COVID and even little jobs can take it out of us. So with that said, let's see if we can look at some tips to help you make best use of your time and energy this year. Let's start with the one that I should remember. Be realistic about your expectations for the day. You may have an expectation, like I do in my mind, of people getting along, taking it in turns to open gifts and ooing and aahing over them, eating their meal, enjoying it all. The dishes magically doing themselves and putting themselves away like in Disney's Fantasia film. But knowing what you know about the people you're spending the day with, as well as knowing yourself and your condition, how realistic is that? Well, for me, this is firmly a fantasy land. That's mainly because I put pressure on myself to ensure that everybody else is having a good time and has what they need. I am doing my best to reduce that expectation and to manage that expectation, to focus on what I need so that I can enjoy the day as it unfolds, or in my case, the three days as they unfold. It's only one day out of the whole year and things may go wrong, but they will be forgotten the next day. So remember that regardless of how things go, you're not in control of it all. If you have a flare-up of symptoms, that's not your fault. You didn't ask for it and you've done your best. There is no fault, there is no blame, so give yourself a break. Take a look at small wins and remember what you have achieved. Break down each day and give yourself credit for the things you've done and the things that you have delegated. Giving up control can be freeing. Could you do that for the day if it meant you could spend longer with the people who matter to you? Look at prioritising things. What things need to be done and what would you like to do? What can you actually manage? And as we've just said, what are you delegating or just not doing this year? We can't always get everything done and we can always do things as quickly as we would like. But then let's get to the bare bones of it and figure out what's really important for you to do. You all know by now that I love a list and this time of year is no exception. I have a Christmas card list to keep me right on who I'm sending to and part of my October planning is to get a list from people that I'll be giving gifts to and start noting down ideas for them. I ask them if they've got any wish lists, online wish lists even better. And I do my best to think back over some of the conversations we've had to see if I can remember any ideas that could be useful. Now, I always plan 
on writing these things down throughout the year as they come up. <laughs> it just doesn't happen. If you don't have the time or energy to write Christmas cards, have you considered e-cards? There are some free websites available and you'll likely only need an email address for each recipient. Could you delegate wrapping the gifts to somebody else in the house or even to a friend? Or could you go with just gift bags and not need to wrap things at all? Don't forget to ask for help when you need it, or ideally before you need it. Part of planning ahead for you could mean asking your guests to each bring a dish to save you having to cook the full meal. Or asking them to help with the clearing up or even doing the dishes. Planning ahead for you also means checking that if you take medication, you have sufficient to see you through the festive period. Or if you need to arrange medical appointments or food deliveries, that you've got these managed and booked in. And let's not forget the all-important aspect of booking recovery time into your diary also. It's part of your self-care. It could be your Christmas gift to yourself. Now, I've spoken about being with people during the festive period and how you can plan for this. And I know I'm one of those lucky people that has friends and family nearby. There are people, however, who are more isolated or who are unable to be in the company of others or who just choose to spend the day with themselves. And I would say to you, consider going online. There's a hashtag that can be used on social media sites such as Twitter for anyone feeling lonely or alone on Christmas Day. And it's the hashtag join in. It gives you the option to chat online to people who may be in the same situation as you. It's usually hosted by the UK comedian Sarah Millican. So if you have some time and energy, perhaps you'd like to give it a go. One final thing I would say is to try and keep your normal routine. Rest when you usually do, head to bed at your usual time and try not to get frustrated with yourself. If you're a carer, friend or family member of someone with MECFS or long COVID, you can help them in the run-up to the big day, on the day and afterwards by being supportive, listening, not assuming they're fine just because they're smiling, helping them without being asked and not taking it personally if they need to cancel or cut things short. In fact, discussing and putting in place a hard stop to any event could help them immensely. Knowing there's an end to an event can help manage energy levels and still give people a chance to enjoy the festivities. So let's think about some key takeaways from today's episode. The first I would say is that family gatherings or events over the festive period can be a real boost to people with ME, CFS or long COVID, especially if isolation has been a thing for them recently. But they do require planning and discussion. Number two, 
Everybody feels pressure in the run-up to a festive gathering, but not everybody will have symptoms that can flare up because of this overwhelm. Number three, planning in advance can help to reduce overwhelm and can highlight aspects that others can help with. Number four, if you are alone or lonely on Christmas Day and have access to Twitter, feel free to use the hashtag join in to chat and share with others. And number five, for friends, family and carers of people with ME, CFS or long COVID, please be gentle with them, please listen to them and please be aware that things may need to be cancelled or stopped early as part of your support to them. That's it for today, everybody. I hope you found this planning episode helpful and that there are things that you may wish to pick up on to help you this year or even get ahead for next year. If you're choosing to participate in the hashtag join in campaign this year, I hope you find it beneficial and an easy way to dip in and out of things throughout the day as your energy allows. I'd love to hear your tips for dealing with gatherings and events, so feel free to reach out via any of my social media links or my website. You can still download your free copy of my activity tracker by heading to www.ronabarton.co.uk forward slash links and this may help you plan out the run up to Christmas and some time afterwards. Whilst you're there, head to my media page for more information about me and my story. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to review, share and subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening now. I hope today's a good day for you. Bye for now.